0: Hey, before we start the show this week, did you know that in just five minutes, you could potentially make a huge impact on the future of the Bears? All you need to do is sign up to the RFL's Our League platform and select the Bears as one of your teams. It's free to join. It's packed full of rugby league news, competitions, videos, and loads more besides. But our following on that platform might influence future funding decisions. So we need as many fans on there as possible. Even if you put us a second choice, we won't mind. Make a difference in just a few minutes today. Head over to rugby-league.com ourleague to create your account and pick the Bears as one of your teams. Right, on with the show. Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast, coming at you every week from CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as ever is my co-pilot and former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, how are you doing?
1: Yes, I'm good, mate. I'm really good. Good
0: stuff. Um, So this week, we're going to be talking about another really close loss for the bears who were just edged out 1813 by doncaster in south yorkshire on sunday um and we will of course hear from uh, from head coach rich squires as well and we'll look ahead to this weekend's final game of the season a trip up to lancashire to play rochdale but um going back to sunday then the game against doncaster and once again the team played brilliantly uh dan Coates particularly stood out uh, he converted his own excellent try as well as converting another score from kadeem williams and then slotting a drop goal to give the Bears a 13-12 halftime lead. And for much of the second half, it did really look like the Bears were going to hold on for what would have been a famous win, only for a a slightly fortunate Doncaster try with about 15 minutes to go to just sneak the win for the home side. Um, So Craig and I will chat more about it in a minute. But first, here's the reactions of Bears head coach, Rich Squires. Rich, another another agonizingly close one at the weekend for the Bears. Um tell tell me tell me how you feel now. You've had a, a few hours to um decompress and, and think that one over.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a really nitty gritty performance from our boys and he you can't fault the effort. You know, we, we grafted in really tough conditions yesterday. It was a little bit of a scorcher up north and um you know, we were grafted for eighteen minutes and it was pleasing to see. Um, you know, some areas of the game was, was really good for us. Um you know, in some areas we lacked that little bit of experience off the bench, um, but we did have a very, very young bench of, you know, inexperience-wise. So, but no, overall, very pleased with the performance. Just couldn't get over the line, but, you know, we're there or thereabouts and showcasing that we can mix it with these top teams and we are where we need to be.
0: And that uh, presumably that gives you a lot, of, a lot of hope and optimism going into this weekend, you know, final game of the season against a side you've already beaten this year. And, you know, it feels like off the back of the weekend and the Hunslet game before, it almost feels like you, you owed a victory to end the season. Like, how, how are you? How are things looking ahead into this weekend?
2: Yeah, I think I think with win, you know, this whole um, win away from home is something I need to get off my back. I think, um, but, you know, we've been so close with Hunslet. We were very unlucky with Hunslet. Um, you know, and it just the way the way the cookie crumbled, and you know, it, it was for me nailed on a try, but we. <laughs> We can't reflect on that now. Um, Again at the weekend, we had our chances to take it. You know, we had our chances to win the game, and you know, keeping Doncaster to just eighteen points and one try in the second half, which is is came out of nowhere. You know, and a a nice little piece of skill from their back rower. But apart from that, we defended really well. You know, for for forty minutes, uh, and didn't look phased. But this week, we've just got to carry on playing. I think we we looked really relaxed at the weekend. Um, Now I don't know if that's because. You know, we've kind of got nothing to lose and this kind of season's kind of over in, in terms of the playoffs so the players can relax a little bit and, you know, and just play their game. You know, I thought Nathan Hill was outstanding. I think it's because he could just play relaxed. Um, you know, we had no Matt Ewell and no Brad Clavering. They were two massive figures for us at the weekend. Um, you know, and we missed their experience and go forward. Um, you know, they'll, fingers crossed, they can come back in this week, but we lose another couple uh, who were away. Um, you know, so we're chopping and chasing, but you know, me and Dave have, have kept the full squad together, um, you know, and people are getting the opportunity to deserve this year and a few of them at the weekend didn't look out of place, but we'll be going to Rochdale knowing that we've beaten once, um, you know, and offer two really encouraging away performances. Um you know, so we'll be going to go and looking there to come away with the points when the season are very high.
0: So you mentioned um Nathan Hill had a particularly good game at the weekend. Was there anyone else you wanted to um to single out in particular from from the Doncaster game?
2: I thought Dan Coates was outstanding, uh, you know, an exceptional. He's, he's he's come on so much this year, uh, you know, and he's it's really guiding us around the field. Um, you know, he put on a bit of a show in the first half, you know, with a nice little try himself, Ben Barbaresque, I think he's trying to convince everybody. Um, you know, and, and a kicking game which was, was exceptional and commented on by different coaches who were there yesterday. Um, you know, because there, there was a few eyes on the game yesterday. Obviously, the championship game after us. Um, I thought Dylan Bedwood. You know, when he, when he came on the last 15 minutes, showed how far he's come. Um, you know, he got his opportunity against West Wales and took it. And a different challenge for him this week against a really experienced pack at Doncaster. You know, who've all played Championship Super League, and he, he didn't look out of place at all. Um and the same with Will Bud. You know, Will Bud, that's his best performance in the best shirt. You know, a real physical presence that we know he can have, you know, and I think that performance has been coming from him, you know, a real clinical test himself and you know, up against some some really physical bodies, and you know, and he did not look out of place, you know, he got the better of their of their pack, um, which is exactly what we needed with with Dan Co- uh, Dan Coates with Brad Clavering not being available. So, you know, there was some Again, across the board, you can't fault effort. You know, we had some people really ill. You know, Peter Ryan was sick. Hayden Freeman were both sick. And they put, you know, really good performances in. So I think it shows the group we've got of of character and, you know, how they're willing to work for each other and where everything going on, the resilience they've got. And, you know, the togetherness we've got as a group that we kind of hope we can stick around and then go again again next year. Because if we do, there'll be real issues for teams next year.
0: Yeah, well, I I wanted to touch on the... uh... I guess the squad in general but the the togetherness, the spirit, the consistency of it. I know we've we've talked about this in our chats throughout the season but it really does feel like you've got something special with this group of players. I mean I was I was doing my 4020 column and sort of reflecting on the teams that didn't make the playoffs and teams like West Wales and, and Scholars that they've sort of had to sort of chop and change their team quite a lot this season. It feels like, you know, if it feels like if You know, looking at the Bears, there has been a pretty consistent team throughout the year. And, it you know, that combined with a bunch of lads who clearly play for each other and and have got something going, you've seen the results on the pitch. The results have been good. The performances have been great. And it it feels like a testament to, to the squad that you've built, but also your ability to to keep them together and to keep them motivated? I mean, d- does it feel like you've got a special group here?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, our, and me and Dave were saying, uh, you know, last week, this is probably the best group we've worked with. Um, you know, we when we were doing our recruitment this year, um, you know, me and Dave both said we need to have a great bunch off the, off the field, you know, and a team that can really work together and, and bond off the field as well as on it. You know, we need to come together on the field. But if we kind of get... a a good relationship offwards, you know, and you know, they all speak to each other outside of rugby, um, which is good. And we all come from different areas, you know, the boys that travel now from Newcastle and the Leeds. And it's it's one big group that we said at the beginning of the season, if we stick together, we will get the results that we wanted. You know, and if we can get the performance and team first, that you know, the results will show. And that's exactly what's happened this year. You know, the the playing side of it is, you know, a big part of it but I think there's certain points this year um, that have been really tough for us. And I think if we have gone previous years where it's a bit of mix and match and chopping and changing, you know, you don't dig in for the person next year. I think we go the opposite way. Um, you know, like the Rochdale game, the Kiefer game, there were some tough areas where previously we could have folded, you know, but the, the mentality we've got across the board this year is everyone is willing to work hard for each other. Uh, and that's kind of what we've instilled. And again, that a big one comes from you know alan at the top of the pile you know and the culture he kind of set within the club that me and dave have followed you know it's a really family orientated club where everyone buys in for each other you know and everyone does that you know ends of a game glad you know clean the change rooms all the stuff gets carried back to the buses you know and all that from from start to finish it's you know everyone buys in for the culture that alan set out and me and dave just kind of enforce that but yeah it's been a really good group this year and you know we wouldn't change it for a world and, you know, with a little bit more time together, you know, there's some exciting things that potentially could happen.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's no mean feat to put together a squad that looks so together and and as one unit that as you say are coming from different parts of the country and sort of using the Bears as their as their club to go to and, and be together. So I think I think, yeah, a lot of credit to to you, Dave, and to Alan for, for all the work you've done. I guess bringing it back onto this weekend then and, and you know one one last go in, in 2021. Um I, I'm assuming I know I've asked this question. What what are we up to now? 17, 18 times this season, and the answer has generally been the same. Stick to the processes. Stick to what you know. Your strengths are and and and, and trust in those. I I, I I guess that's still the message going into this into this weekend. Do, do, do you have to kind of put aside the um, the result from from earlier in the season and, and not worry about that? I
2: think so. I think we can we can reflect on the result earlier in the season with the confidence we've got to do it. You know, and it's a, it's a tick box where we've, we've beat these before. There's no reason we can't do it again. Um, but again, it's again. It's like we said, we're just focusing on ourselves. We did the last weekend, you know, and we did the little things really well, you know. And we said, you're in front of a... It's a different place to go is to keep up because it's a really big stadium. You know, the pitch is immaculate. It's a massive stadium. You know, there's there was kids playing before the game. Um, you know, the championship game after, so you've got Sheffield and Jewsbury all watching from the side. So it can be a little bit intimidating, you know, and especially with some of the lads who, Delane, that's his second league one game, you know, Darius coming off the bench, Will Budd, you know, they're all young kids who can probably get into writing it all, but they, they did really well and stuck to the structure. And that's where the leaders, such as Liam Wellham, who is not phased at anything like that, it's just another day at the office for him, you know, Dave Scott, they all really stepped up and Chris Cullimore as well and said, look, don't worry about anything else they do. You know, we compete with people and the points will come. You know, and we, we stuck to the process and obviously led 13-12 at time. So we need to do exactly the same this week and just focus on ourselves and we know we can score points. You know, we know when we throw the ball around we've got some real threats. It's when we start to go away from the little things, you know, when we start to struggle and when we invite people into our own half to attack us. You know, you're always going to be put under pressure but again, Rochdale, you know, they've missed out on the playoffs, so they've got nothing to lose. Um, so it's a it's a lose-lose game for everybody at the weekend, but I guarantee you our boys were going out there to finish the season on the high and, you know, and get that win away from home in the in Yorkshire Heartlands, you know, off our back and give the fans that have been travelling to the, to the game, you know, there was a great contingent there at Doncaster. You know, and there was again out in force at Hunslet. So hopefully they can travel over. We'll we'll finish the season the way we want to finish it.
0: Yeah, well, I think the Rochdale fans might take offence of being. Hold there are in Yorkshire but I'll let you have that one <laughs> um, well Rich thanks as ever for, for joining um, best of luck for that that final game and and yeah fingers crossed that, that we can we can have a win to talk about next week that would be a terrific way to round off what has been a, a fantastic season but um, thanks as always and I'll chat to you soon
2: thanks Dave appreciate it
0: so as always thanks so much to Rich for joining us um, Craig second week running and we've got a really close loss with lots of positives to discuss um, I mean I don't know about you I, I was following this one online and I really did feel like we were going to hold on for it in this one. Um what what are your thoughts about about Sunday's game?
1: Yeah, I I mean I was uh, had other things on on Sunday so so couldn't make the game and uh, like you um I checked I basically checked in at half-time and it looked very positive and it was so disappointing to to see that they just narrowly lost again. I mean um I think the way I'm trying to look at these last couple of games is as disappointing as it was not to come away with a win on either of them particularly the Hunslet game which um looking at some of the footage we should have been awarded awarded a try later on to win the game uh we had another try disallowed uh against Doncaster although from what I understand it was the, the probably the correct decision but it just shows how close we were in both games that you know you know, a call from the referee, and we could have been in for the win. Um, Doncaster are a top, top side who've got some very, very good players. And to give them such a tough game, um, you know, going leading at half time and 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 only you know they only scored one try in the second half to win it, you know, fair play to them defensively for for holding the Bears out in the second half, but equally the Bears defended very well too. So, I think. As I said, look at it positively. It's a sign of progress. Um, you know, whereas in years gone by, we would have gone away to the likes of Doncaster and and come away with, you know, quite often a gutsy performance, but you know, not really troubling them. We've gone away over the last couple of weeks and troubled both teams. And, you know, sadly it means that you know the defeat last week, and then this one means that we're we've got no chance of the playoffs now. But to be even in with a chance three weeks ago of of hit reaching the playoffs is a fantastic achievement with the players that we've got, and and over the last few weeks as well, we've had to bring in players, we've chopping and changing in the lineup a little bit. uh You know the spine of the team's been fairly consistent, but. Players that come in have done fantastically well as well, and it bodes well for the future if we can hold this squad together. You know, they're they're very capable of continuing to improve and and go from strength to strength.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and on that point about keeping the the squad together, I mean, obviously we're still still not entirely certain what things are going to look like in twenty twenty two, but but hopefully we we will have some rugby league to watch in the Midlands, and and this squad will be a key part of it. But. Sunday's game was almost a little problematic in that sense because it was it, the Bears-Doncaster game was part one of a double header with um, Sheffield against, was it Dewsbury, and the championship immediately after. So lots of eyes on our game. And because the Bears played so well... Probably lots of people now um frantically trying to see what the state of some of our our players are um for, for next year and, and probably probably gonna be offers coming out of it um just from that game. It's kind of it's kind of a double-edged sword, really, isn't it? It's like it's terrific for the Bears to be on that stage and and to be com- competitive and to be impressing people and to to have people from the heartlands, for want of a better phrase, to go away from that game thinking so highly of the Bears and seeing how much progress they've made and seeing what a, what a terrific team they are. But also it's like, if if any of our players from this year end up on on Doncaster or Sheffield or Dewsbury's books next year, it's going to be a bit frustrating, isn't it?
1: Yeah, let's hope not. Um, I think um, some of the things that Rich said in, in his interview, though, um, shows that actually they are a really together squad uh, there's real togetherness they're you know they're a squad of players playing together in a in a in a you know professional capacity in a sports team but equally they're also friends uh, and colleagues and and you know there's a certain um, amount of closeness between them which i think you know if we can sort out these issues with funding next year and what's happening with structures then um, I think a lot of the players will want to to try and continue this journey, and you know we've got two excellent coaches uh, involved with the club. Um, you know it's 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 looking bright. Aside from all the other rubbish, which is completely outside the Bears' control, um, you know I think there's there's certainly players this season that will have caught the eye of other clubs, but a lot of the clubs don't really know what's going to happen next year. Um, you know, they they don't know what the structure will be, what their funding will be. Um I guess some clubs will wait a while before they start making offers um for people. And, you know, I genuinely think, you know, one of the big things that's going to come out of this uh whole restructure and loss of funding for clubs and everything else is it will have a big impact on the players. There's potentially going to be players. Um, out there, that um, you know might have less choices than they did before. So let's just hope that uh, something comes good of it. And as I said, let's let's hope that we, uh, everyone involved in the Bears, can work together to um, plug any potential funding gap and continue to keep this squad together. I mean, it's just been, you know, I don't want to overplay the season too much. I I think. It's been a fantastic season, but I know that the coaching team, um, Rich and, and Dave want to see even more improvements. Um, this is just the start for them and they want to what they've seen is what they've shown this year is there's been real progress that the team can compete. Um we've beaten several really good sides. Um away from home we've gone and you know, been so close to picking up some excellent results. And I think uh, come next year, we'd be we'd wanting to pick off a few wins away from home as well and, and make a real play for the playoffs.
0: Definitely. It's 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 an overwhelmingly positive narrative from this season, but it's also exciting, you know, if if we can keep this squad together, it's exciting to look at the games where the Bears were just edged out this year and think, you know, another year together and they could definitely pick those wins off. And talking, picking up a, a win away from home, I mean, that, that leaves us one more game in 2021 and it is is an away match rochdale this sunday against a team that the bears have already beaten this year and and craig i mean there's there's it, i talked about it with Rich in his interview it almost feels like we are owed a win away from home we, we're due one and there's no reason the bears can't go up there and win on sunday is there i mean especially as i don't think rochdale can make the playoffs anymore either so you know from the outside it's potentially a bit of a dead rubber but the bears this squad this squad wants to achieve things that the Bears haven't done before, and it's there for the taking on Sunday, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I think um, Rochdale will be up for it. They've been—I have to say—they've been very unlucky this season. Uh, I think they lost two twice in the last minute of a game, like literally the last kick um, that lost twice. Um, I think they drew a game as well, which was again a last-minute try to 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 get the draw. So you know putting aside those really unlucky results, they might've been in with a shot at the playoffs. Um, they'll be desperate to to finish on a high at home. Um, you know, they are a good side and they've had some very good results. Um, and, you know, they, as I said, they'll be looking to, particularly as as they lost away to us, they'll be looking to put that right. Um, but we have a lot to play for in the final game, uh, a real chance to get an away win. And, um, I think there's a few things of as well that uh, you know, Dan Coates I think is on potentially if he I think it's if he gets twelve points, he equals the the record point score for a season for the Bears. Um so he'll be wanting potentially to break that. There's one or two players that are on zero tries for the season, so they'll not want to go through the season without scoring. Um and I think some of the uh, some of us would rather that they didn't. Um, with the nudie run in, in mind. So um yeah, so it's gonna be um it's gonna be an interesting game. And I think um I I know for a fact based on the on the last couple of weeks that the players will be up for it and they'll be up for for trying to, to finish the season really strongly and, and finish on a high. Um, you know, they've thoroughly deserved to to pick up that that win for the end of the season, but it'll be tough going to Rochdale. I think Rangi Chase is back in, in their side as well. So it's going to be a tough game but very very interesting
0: and that that note on on Dan Coates's, um points tally this season is particularly impressive given it's it's a shorter season than usual as well I mean it not only shows how accurate he's been with the boot but how potent the Bears have been in a tackle season I mean, we were talking last week I think you know, it might be slightly less after Sunday but we've been averaging somewhere around 25 points a game and that's that's fantastic for the Bears to be doing that consistently throughout the season um, that we, we've talked about it all year, what a threat they are in attack. And it's just, yeah, I think if they can channel, I think if they can take the positives out of the last two games and channel that into this Sunday, I think, I think if nothing else, it should be a fantastic game of rugby league. Cause you know, they're, they're Two teams are next to each other in the table. Like you say, Rochdale want to finish on a high and perhaps right some wrongs from, from when they came down to the Midlands. And, and the Bears have got that carrot dangling in front of them of an away win in traditional Heartland rugby league territory. So yeah, it's um it's far from the dead rubber that the league positions might suggest it would be. So I think it's, it's gonna be a fascinating one to see how it pans out. Um well. I think we should probably leave it there then, and we can we can get set for the um for the final game of the season. So good luck to the Bears for that final outing this weekend, and we of course will be back next week to talk about it, um maybe reflect on the season as a whole, um and bring you any news that that we might have um around what what happens next. But I guess until then, thanks uh, for listening, and we will see you soon. Cheers.